0: BF hasn't been on air since last semester, and you don't know when Dane and Brent are coming back to host, so you just sit there, waiting in agony until... Your systems are offline. DM your BF is back and Bigger than ever. Season 2. all-star guest strike. State of A. Glamour Music. Adam Justin J- Jackson Reed. John Swine.
1: yippee <laughs> DM your BF.
2: You're
0: going to wear your okay. glasses, too? Yeah, yeah, might
1: as well. Um, I hope you all wear your glasses, because uh, it's going to be a very bright bright interview. We have Kate. Here.
2: Hello, hello.
0: Kevin Thomas. Very
2: nice. <laughs> I am uh, trying to get the webcam turned on here. But, uh, I should have plugged it in beforehand.
0: <laughs> no, oh. ways, no, worries. Can you see me? No, no, no. I
1: not, oh. not yet. Not yet. We'll let you know. You look pretty good uh, BF.
0: Thanks, compared,
1: man. Uh, very, uh, 2018 Alec era. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm trying my hardest, okay? I'm trying to bring back those vibes. Love uh, the... Pre-quarantine vibes.
1: Love pre-quarantine vibes. BF's giving off right now. It's pretty... Uh... <laughs> oh!
0: Hello. Hey!
1: Hey, what's going on?
0: Hey. hey! Hello!
1: You like that we're wearing sunglasses while interviewing you? <laughs>
2: It's very cool. It's very cool. I wish, you know, I wish I had... Oh, wait. All right. Let's go, guys. (laughs) Let's get it. I'm ready to be alone with you guys. I love it. It looks so good. Ah,
1: Awesome.
0: We are are here with Sweet Baby Kev. This is DM Your BF.
1: Back in
2: the studio.
0: Dane Dane McLean, Brenna Flasky. Kevin Thomas, otherwise known as Sweet Baby Kev. Feels good? Thompson.
2: Thompson, sorry.
0: Thompson? Kevin Thompson. Okay. Kevin Thompson. Indeed. So, I guess to start off, what's, how did you come up with your name?
2: Uh, it was actually, it it, it was a nickname given to me at work by, uh, some of my homies on one of the last shows that I was working on.
0: So, the, was it just like random or the, like are, I don't know, it's like are you very sweet or? You know, you yeah,
2: I I think I can definitely like identify as all the factors in the name really. Sweet, like sugar wise, not good for diabetics, um, baby, immature, and uh, yeah, definitely Kev. Kev. A little so bit I
0: guess, Kev. I guess Dane would be sweet baby day die day Is that, is that fair to say <laughs> yeah. If he's really sweet oh, shit. He can have a doesn't really yeah, have a You got
2: to you got to shorten his name too
0: Yeah well it is Daniel so
2: That's right is, I mean he's already he's already yeah
0: It's already shortened Sweet <laughs> B. be Dane or die day
2: Don't try to that's seal funny. my name though Dane. like let's go let's no, no, that,
1: that's not cool It'll be like it'll be like Sweet BB Dane
0: Sweet baby mm. day. <laughs> like, I like that.
2: Like sweet baby rays, barbecue sauce. I bash. might be, I hope I'm not stealing that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it's some copyright infringement, but who cares, right? <laughs> that's That's a future use problem, right? Yeah. Sweet baby corn too. Anyways, we're not here to talk about names, we're talking about an artist upcoming. Uh, I did a little research on you, found your SoundCloud, I uh, listened to a few tracks. Um, so it seems like you're posting really frequent, well, not really frequently, but like eight days, twenty seven days ago, I'm seeing COVID twenty two thousand. <laughs> Can you just give a little insight into some of these tracks that are coming out and, and like well, are they inspired by the quarantine? I'm
2: definitely trying to post uh post a little bit more often now, but um, yeah. yeah, the co- COVID two thousand. Um, it was kind of like the first. It, it, it was definitely. I can't, I can't deny it with that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, just kind of the first days that I, I'd recently kind of got laid off from working during this whole crazy situation that's going on right now. Um, so it's definitely fresh in my mind. And I was thinking just like virus, like just sickness, like, you know, what the, the I guess themes of the topic, what's going on right now. And uh I started thinking about like 2000s pop hits and how viral and like successful and just like how everybody knows them. So if you listen to that track, it's just sampling like a lot of, it's blatantly sampling all these like 2000s pop hits. So it's kind of yeah. like <laughs> the, the virus of the 2000s, but that anyways.
0: Wow. I really like the concept. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like one of those long mashups you hear, especially like end of year mashups. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but like DJ Earworm is famous for that. I think he's like one of the biggest guys so far on YouTube doing that.
2: That's so it, familiar. It and I love mashups. Yeah, totally.
0: Okay. Cause yeah, I was definitely drawing. I was like, is this a mashup? But it was like eight minutes. I was like, this is one hell. Of a-. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a massive compilation that, that just keeps going on. It's, it was crazy. And I was all. it's also well, interesting how you mentioned the virus aspect of it. Cause I, I was wondering if your, uh, album artwork that you chose for COVID 2000 bears some resemblance to that because it's like this muted green with like this black fringe, this vignette yeah. around the sides. I was like, it, it, yeah, resembles what I kind of. See in my mind when I picture a virus, you know, a stereotypical virus. Yeah, yeah,
2: a little gross, a little grimy. Yeah. Little, you <laughs> I don't want to touch that.
0: <laughs> yeah. What about you, Dane? What are you thinking? With the uh, COVID
1: 2000 album, album art. Yeah. Well, it's not an album. Sorry. sorry <laughs> it's,
0: album.
1: it's a it's a track, right? It's just track. A track.
2: Yeah, it's really kind of just a, a track right now. Um, I really I really want to promote my uh my upcoming project, which I'm pretty much planning on releasing right away here my, my real album, which is, uh, called, it's aw sweet by, uh, your, your boy, sweet baby Kev. So <laughs> anyways, that's going to be dropping on SoundCloud right away here. So I, I pretty much should just probably make that public right now, but, um, yeah. Anyways, really want to promote that too. If you're listening.
0: Okay. How many tracks are on this album?
2: Uh, new project has I think 12 tracks on it tracks. It's, it's a 20 minute project really so 20 minutes of um, a little bit of you know a little bit of everything a little bit of pretty much just very uh energetic high-paced kind of uh, I guess techno music I don't want to label don't want to put myself down on a label but yeah
0: interesting yeah I was trying to figure out what kind of genre are you define yourself by because I, I seen your tags for hearing aids it says Folk and singer and i was like this is the, this is the farthest thing from
2: Folk oh me. yeah I,
0: it was so misleading i was like what i don't know if that's intentional or what's the game plan
2: a little bit like i mean i i i think i personally have a hard time like keeping track of genres in a big way so um, if i can kind of just like Throw that out the window in any way that I can kind of kind of find funny. I don't know, like it. It really is just saying that this track is the opposite of folk and singer, okay. which is probably a bad way to use the SoundCloud tagging system. But
1: <laughs> I, I, would say, um, I would say probably the most uh, most accurate genre, maybe drum, drum and bass. Yeah. Uh, Mm. Your music, because I remember, um, I remember when you and me and Colin, Chase, remember we'd all be hanging out like 2015, 2014. Oh, yeah. And you guys got me into drum and bass, like initially, like that was, that yeah. was my starting point with you guys. Really? And, uh, now yeah. I'm, I'm happy to hear, or I'm happy to see that you're like producing these drum and bass instrumentals, because you, you've been producing for a few years now. Um, you did some house, house shows um
2: DJ. yeah i've been kind of you know trying different things i guess oh
1: pretty it's pretty cool that's pretty cool for those that don't know uh sweet baby kevin and i we go back to like 20 or no like 2008 probably
2: yeah oh man dane, dane knows some things about me
0: to <laughs> <laughs> you want to share <laughs> like
2: no, 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 no. Oh <laughs> got, to, got to save it for the last half where you got to hook them in right now. Right, okay. right, right, 20 minutes, we're telling you the juicy details. But... Just
0: drop a little teaser or something. Just a little something. But you know, uh, what surprises me is that Dane listened to drum and bass. Like, that's that blows my mind. I can't picture him listening to drum and bass. Why, why not? Like, what kind of artists are we I talking about? I to everything.
2: Well... I think like back in the day we were listening to a lot of Netsky and like that, that's, Netsky is really the big one that comes to my head. Um, I, I've got buddies who work in like 403 D and B, like kind of the local drum and bass scene. So I kind of listened to like a lot of local DJs a while ago. It's honestly been a while. Like I, I can't shout them out cause I don't even remember at this point, but, um, a lot of local artists, I feel like. And uh, if you look up four oh three DNB, they're a great place. Um But a lot of a lot of Chicago footwork too, which is kind of like when you think drum and bass, it's like the very fast paced, um, high tempo dance like, you know, you, you know that drum and bass.
1: Yeah.
2: But um it, it's kind of like a little bit more. I don't want to say trap and sp- like the the way the way footwork uses sample it's got that upbeat still like very fast drum beats but um oh, I I'm <laughs> it, it's it's very simple it's really just just a sampler a kick and sometimes a snare and it's just like you make this very fast dance track but um I feel like back in the day that's really like what we were injecting Dane with but
0: (laughs) as opposed to what what, Dane what were you listening to before well before I met well
1: well not before I met Kev but but before we reconnected like in our teen years because we didn't see each other for a few years uh until like right after high school um
2: yeah oh yeah we go way back
1: (laughs) (laughs) we really do junior high grade seven um We went to different high schools and then we reconnected after like grade 12 um, to like the, you know, like the gap years between, you know, like true adulthood and adolescence like that, like 18 to like 20, you know, year old span. That was when we reconnected. And, yeah. Uh, those were good memories. I have, I have so many good memories of that, of the era. Oh,
2: Just, uh, yeah. I watched around. some good movies and I mean, oh, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> Chase's car riding around, or Colin's car, (laughs) fucking, that little old beater.
1: (laughs) It was one of those cars, like, you have to, like, well, it's like any other two-door car, you have to, like, move the chair up, and I'd be in the back all the time, like, getting in the back, and then, you know, Chase would be sitting, he'd be out, like, with the door, like, his arm on the door, waiting for me to get in. And I jumped
0: yeah. back. It's like a
2: clown car, really. Like, you pack, like, 50 people into this tiny little thing, two door. Oh, oh man. Gosh. That makes me that think of was... drum and bass. The way Colin used to just, like, it, it only had a CD player in it, so he had to burn all these CDs, and, like, he had these drum and bass CDs. Just the worst, <laughs> the worst speakers in the world in that car. But just crank it to 11. Oh, man. <laughs>
1: Aren't they like, ex- they're like external speakers, I think, or something.
2: He he upgraded at a point, <laughs> but um, yeah, he used to be really good.
1: <laughs> that already feels like a long time ago.
2: It's crazy the way it feels like, you know, it feels just like the last couple of weeks have been like a month. Like, it feels like time is just like yeah. distorted right now as well.
1: Yeah. Do you think that's going to influence your work? Like just this like weird time capsule we're in right now i
2: i I mean i probably there's there's no way to probably no way to escape it in a way um yeah i mean i kind of feel ashamed right now because i've been spending so much time just sitting on playstation like doing (laughs) doing really just like nothing during quarantine but um yeah definitely like when I get back into music production, it's going to be kind of interesting just seeing the way. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like everybody's trapped inside all day. It's it's such a different life experience for everybody right now. Yeah, how, do, how does that reflect in a, any kind of like track that you make?
0: Yeah, I could ask yeah. Dane the same question because he also produces music now. So right, I mean, it's right. You, Dane. how how is this affecting you? Well, I haven't made anything in four months. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> four I don't months? What's your Qo. excuse? I have to buy
1: some new stuff. Um. Uh, it, it's just, it's just taking a while to adjust to this whole thing. Like I've just been, I'm just like trying to stay about it right now. You know what I mean? Like once I, once I get comfortable, then I can start actually like f- focusing on creative stuff again. But at the moment I'm just like, it's just like a whirlwind right now, right? But I think eventually, yeah, it'll definitely, uh, whatever, So, however, like, you could either react to it by like making, you know, very dark stuff. Cause that's, that's kind of what I was doing before anyway was like the dark stuff, but we weren't in the pandemic. However, like I, I feel like it'll be, it'll get to a point where you just, you can't, you can't focus on that side anymore. Or like it, it's human it's nature. You'll, you'll want to just make something a little bit more happy for me personally. So I'm, I'm thinking of, I'm going to probably switch up my sound because if you just focus on the, the negative of being inside, uh, I think I'll go crazy just, you know, channeling that all the
2: time. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I
1: don't know.
2: You kind of really want, like, you want the music to be the thing that frees you from this, you know? Exactly. You want to focus thing.
1: too much about like the actual thing we're in. Yeah. And then it ruins the whole escapism part of it. That's so necessary in music. It's just enjoying yeah. pretending not being where we are currently.
2: So, it's it's kind of no weird, where- like. I feel. I feel like the whole circumstance we're in right now, a few months ago, is just a fantasy. So
0: <laughs> yeah, just one long lucid dream, just like yeah, just continual. You're, you're never gonna wake up. <laughs> was, that, was that real? Like we and, actually and, out and-, <laughs> and and
2: music right now that's made right now is just gonna be looking like craving a fantasy of times when when times were normal. Like everything's just gonna be like. Yeah. <laughs> A fantasy yeah. of when I, w- when I could, like, go kiss my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> this, I don't know. It's
1: the fundamentals, right? Like, 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 the really emotional, deep music will just be, like, yeah, like, simple things. Like, the times you were able to just, like, I don't know, talk to the cashier for a few minutes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the simple things. I miss the simple things.
1: This, those songs will everyone just be, like, really, like, emotionally connected to you. In a few months, people will be like, wow, those were such beautiful times. <laughs> <laughs> so are you but trying I, to,
0: try to send this in your new music, Dane? Like, because maybe. you're trying to, you're going to try a new genre, right? So I was thinking, you yeah. know, you know, it's a really upbeat, you know, musical genres is, is K-pop. Oh. And I think, I think you can really fit that bill if you really wanted to. Yeah. Is that an avenue you're willing to venture down? I can well, see. For it. sure.
2: He's got the, <laughs> he's got the style, right? So,
1: be, I can't wait. <laughs> like I think, honestly, if the the three of us can continue, um, you know, just branching out internationally, like with these episodes, maybe we can interview a K-pop artist next, and maybe we can all collaborate with him or her. And uh that'd be sweet, wouldn't it? It'd really,
2: it would be amazing <laughs> to have a K-pop feature. Like I, I see some of like the. Uh, the more hip hop influenced stuff they're doing, and it's—I mean, it, it, it's all good, but they—they really—they're uh, really at the forefront of pop right now. It's crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like K-pop is today what like the Backstreet Boys and Sync was like early two thousands, like at the heyday. But like K-pop, that's where K-pop is right now. Yeah, and they're making yeah. bank the the K-pop industry. Oh, I can only imagine the money that's flowing <laughs> to them right now. They're so I mean, Dan, if you, you want to make a quick buck, right yeah. yeah. I think you like know what you
1: have to do. They're not just in, you know, the the Korean speaking world at all. Like so many other countries and it's pretty it's pretty impressive actually.
2: I think like kind of like the Beatles almost like I think about the way that girls you hear just like uh what was that show that the Beatles went on and you can just hear the girls screaming like oh, just yeah, like yeah. the craziness of the fans like you haven't seen that in I don't know like I guess, you know.
0: Justin Bieber <laughs> Early Justin Bieber. I think they still do it now, but I feel like... like I don't, you know what...
2: Uh, like... man. I shouldn't compare Justin Bieber to the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, confident. he He's had some good tracks.
0: <laughs> uh, I can't hate him. This is almost sacrilegious. <laughs> speaking of, oh, uh, team UBS now.
1: Speaking of the Beatles, I remember... Um, I remember in junior high when um, I met Kevin he was heavily into like the classics, like Pink Floyd, uh, oh, probably, yeah. probably the Beatles. And that was, that was like, you were like ahead of your time because um not many people in junior high actually got into like, you know, like these psychedelic 70s prog <laughs> rock. Like, like I didn't get into Pink Floyd until like grade, like after I graduated grade 12. And that, then I was like super into them. But you were into Pink Floyd, for example, like, In grade seven, like you were like 13 and
0: you were like deep into
1: people. To me, that's insane. Like, I was listening to like Puff Daddy in grade seven.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Like, in grade seven, I was really feeling like,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love this video.
2: Well, of course, Dane was listening to Puff Daddy (laughs) in grade seven. We can't, you know, let's not speculate about that. But, um, I don't know. It without when I I was a kid, like, I kind of like. I used to hate hip hop, man, and I used to hate, like, music that was kind of like, back in the day, that kind of used to be the trend, like, Eminem and like, and Diddy, and, uh, 50 Cent. And I don't know, like, I guess maybe I was just kind of like, uh, going, going for what my parents liked, honestly. And it was just kind of like, I don't know. Now, now I'm kind of like, I mean, it's always, always had that inspiration a little bit, but, uh, it, it, it's funny, like, I never thought of myself as being, like, early on liking the Beatles, because, like, how can you be early on when, when they came so far, like, ahead of you, I guess? But, right, yeah. Um, but
1: it, it it's hard for some kids to, like, get into, like, really, um, you know, mature music. Like, I mean, the Beatles are, are, not always mature they have you know like um like paul mccartney's too is pretty is pretty out there you know ch- check my yeah sh- all they all of, or, uh, oh
2: they're trippy all sometimes <laughs> <riders>. <laughs> yeah. but That's, like yeah they're
1: fun but for you to be into them at that age i think is pretty is pretty downing to me
2: well i mean thank thank well oh, thank you dan <laughs> what can i say <laughs> man thinking of back in those days um I was actually trying to think just before this, uh, grade seven, back in my Beatles listening to primetime, loving the Pink Floyd heyday. I remember we were in a math class together, Dane. And yeah. I just wanted to ask you if you remembered the one time, like, you remember our math teacher. I don't, like, I don't know if we should shout about, we'll call him Mr. T. Uh,
0: <laughs> he was so cool.
2: He was so cool, and one time he told this entire class of like grade-8ers this crazy... Instead of teaching us math, he taught us like this half-hour story of how our principal got locked in the basement for 30 days at the school during this winter lockdown one time, <laughs> and it was just like... Dude. <laughs> oh, man, Dane, I'm, I'm so glad you were there for that. Wow.
1: <laughs> I think I, I it's coming back to me now.
2: I remember... Uh, yeah, and th- that that guy, I-, I have some of the most crazy memories from junior high and just that class spending, I don't know, I think of uh you and Jared, I always used to sit near you guys and just like not do, not do work. <laughs> so
0: the truth comes out,
1: dang, yeah. you a slacker? Oh yeah, junior high? No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> I did not focus at all. You couldn't pay me to focus in junior high school. Like, <laughs> it was just me and Kevin and uh, who else? Like, just all of our friends. Just We were just joking, like, every five minutes. It would just be like, we just turn to each other and make a joke and then just laugh for another <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> 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 Teachers went crazy, I'm sure, but uh, it, was, it was fun. It was a good yeah. time. <laughs> wow! I do miss times already. Now that, uh, you know, I don't see anyone for months at a time. <laughs> Except through this. This is uh, this is a good way to, uh, you know, at least at least talk. At least talk to someone. Yeah. Kev, you. Uh, I, I'm checking out, I'm looking at your album art for, uh, I think it's like 90210 and a few of your other tracks. Oh. The, the swarm of bees and the, oh, the guy, yeah. what it looks like to be like,
0: it's like either oh, like yeah.
1: sparkling water or like wine or something. I'm not sure. But <laughs> it's just
0: I'm well, sorry.
2: you know yeah. what can I say? You know, back in back in my uh more angsty days, uh everything everything just felt like being covered in bees when I was so, <laughs> so angsty.
0: Are you uh are you a fan <laughs> of the candy man by any chance? The
2: can- no, that. I haven't I haven't heard of that.
0: The candy <laughs> It's basically this guy who's like obsessed with killing people with bees and oh. Well, not bees strictly, but he's he's covered in bees, and he always has bees around him.
2: He's He's just a big bee boy. Yeah, he's kind of like the exotic Joe of bees.
0: Yeah, (laughs) there's like actual bee boys who like do dancing and stuff like that. (laughs) There's like Candyman Bee Boy. Candy. (laughs) That's actually
2: a pretty good name. I think like Candyman Bee Boy. That might be my (laughs) next. That might be my next thing. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie. Nobody, nobody steal that from me right now.
0: That's great. That's great. I can't wait um. really forward to this. Yeah, I was also <laughs> wondering about that. Yeah, so you're just you're just inspired by bees for whatever reason. Like, have you ever been stung by one? Do you have like? Does your house have a pension for like gathering nests or like? <laughs> for... No,
2: I guess. Um, well, I not no. I, I guess like the bees in a way. I was kind of thinking. A lot of my music has a bit of a blown-out quality to it, where I, I kind of over like I I just make everything a little bit too loud, so it adds this distortion when you kind of peak everything. Um, similar to the sound of bees buzzing, maybe.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's interesting. Sometimes, so I was. yeah. Oh, sorry. I was actually making the comparison because, like, I I know I don't know how up to date you are on like dank memes, but like a lot of the times, like there's like music or audio, it's like it's played at normal volume, and then there's like the second half, which is the payoff, is like played at like minus <laughs> no, it's like positive like fifty decibels.
2: I I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's so, I get. Well, I guess that's kind of the way I master my music in a way. <laughs>
0: Because, I mean, there's that juxtaposition between, you know, you putting, like, folk and singer songwriting as, like, an irony to something that is clearly not. And then, like, the the meme influence where everything's kind of, like, distorted in a sense, but to call attention to it in a way. I don't know if I'm just reading too far into this.
2: No, well, it's kind of interesting. Like, I definitely, like, if you ever look through my, my likes on SoundCloud, which I discourage all listeners from doing, um, <laughs> you'll see a lot of very meme- uh, a lot of, a lot of meme. If you want to find some good memes, that's a good spot to go. So, I guess I do have a little bit of a meme influence, even if I'm like, uh, a little bit shy to recognize it, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, there, there's definitely a, a element of comedy that always definitely I try to play into everything just to get the in, well, you know, I, I find a track is a track, like no matter, what picture or tile you put with it. So it's kind of yeah. like, might as well just make something extra for the track and the title. Cause the music's just going to reflect whatever, to, you know, it could, it could be, I feel like the, the album art, no matter how ba- big of a joke you make, it's not going to affect how good of a track it is, I guess.
0: Yeah. I I understand that memes have been like a super, super heavy influence, like even, I don't know if you classify TikTok as memes, but I've seen TikTok make or break artists. Even Vine, like I remember Bozzy way back in the day when he dropped Mine and then someone repurposed that to make the meme. And then I I checked on him a couple of days ago and the dude blew up. He came out of nowhere in like 2018. He was probably on SoundCloud or something. Yeah. The dude, his lowest like played song, I think, had 21 million hits. And I was just like, that's insane like he was getting like 600 million i'm not a big fan i mean mine and beautiful were okay but he's too r&b for my taste or his style of r&b is too mm. yeah extra but i was just like it's crazy how he kind of like came from a meme like he i feel like he kind of embraced that and then just like took it to his advantage and then just like produced like two albums the next the following year and then he just right totally
2: no, like uh I think even my buddy was saying l- – last time on your show, my buddy was saying like uh, Lil Nas X, like a great example of like how you take kind of something you- – you're basically taking uh, – I-, I feel like the-, the trap cowboy thing used to be kind of just this meme, but now like <laughs> then you get Old Town Road and it's like, oh shit, this is the number one song in the world. It, it is crazy how the meme influence can really just like sh- take off right now, I guess.
0: Yeah. I think it's also interesting to point to take note that not only did little Nas X like base, like I feel like his whole career off that one song, <laughs> but he also did it with like Billy Ray Cyrus, which was really interesting. And then not only that, he made like a thousand remixes, including the yodel boy who was oh. himself a meme. So he was like, he was like meta memeing and if, and even those videos have like millions of views and i feel like it helped like keep him at the top of the billboard 100 charts which is just so it's like he is like so far into meme, and then he made panini which i don't know mm. if that's a meme but i mean panini like <laughs> like the yeah like, and the course of that whole thing i was i don't know how i feel about it but is, is that a meme it, it, like he's like yeah. transcended like he's just so far into it you know
2: I think he doesn't want to, like, maybe define himself as a meme forever. Because it it sucked to be the cowboy rapper for the rest of your life. um, Yeah, Panini, I I don't know, Panini's kind of got those... I I really don't understand why it's called Panini. Like, I kind of get the rest of the song, like, Panini's the girl's name. But is there any relation to the sandwich? I have really no idea. Um...
0: I mean, you, you see how, like, Michael Jackson and, like, Kanye West names, names their kids, like, Blanket, uh, North, uh, and just all mm. their other crazy names. Um, and it's, and it's kind of like, I wonder if that in itself is a meme. Like, you can do it, so, like, why not, you know? And, like, I feel like if why? the name was named, like, I don't know, Panini or something, like, you couldn't take it seriously. But other people, because of their success and their status, they can name their kid whatever they want.
2: I, I, that makes me think of like the joke, like almost the grade school joke where you just say like, Oh, I'm going to name my kid this and he's going to have a shitty life. <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> like what's the most ballsy thing you can name your kid to get without him getting in trouble with <laughs> well, yeah. Without the government shutting you down. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's some rules and regulations. I remember a Louis CK skit before, you know, his incident uh, where he was like, yeah, I'm just going to name my kid. Sindleton. he's like no vowels, just Sindleton <laughs> He's just like, because I can, why not? And I was just like, yeah, hey, I never thought about that, but like, I guess you can. That is the godly power
2: you hold as being a parent. You,
0: yeah, because who's going to say um, you shouldn't do that? And be like, hopefully well,
2: the <laughs> government, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> kind of, it's of also, your... oh, it's sorry. also, You're sorry. Right. I was also continuing the sentiment because there was that incident. I don't know if you guys are. Uh, up on the news or whatever, but there was this incident about a year or two ago where this woman, with this woman's child, I think, uh, she went to the airport and her name was A-B-C-D-E-F. And you say it of absidif i think, I think his name. and so the the airline people were like making fun of this child's name because they're like this isn't real like and they were just like making fun of it because they're like that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard <laughs> and then so she, i think she like sued them or like she brought like international,
2: oh, international no.
0: media and then yeah they got reprimanded and stuff like that and then it was revealed that 14 other people i think in the states that's where this took place also named their kid abcdef <laughs> I, was, I was like there's like there's no rules right. it's not you don't say a b c d e f it's absitive and i'm like okay i guess well, yeah oh, i oh, guess
2: of course
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: i you know trying to explain some people's ration rationality oh my god that's just you've really you've really hit me hard with that one wow <laughs> Yeah. You can look up the
0: you look up the news around it. It was so funny. It I just thought, I thought it was fake, but I actually did some research into it and it turns out your BF was is, uh a little bit too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's <Yeah, laughs> <that's, that's> similar.
1: <laughs> similar, but not quite as crazy. I think we named ourselves like are we a meme? Is DM your BF a meme? I think we might be. I, I love
2: your name. There's so many layers to it. It's, <laughs> it's so much more than just Joe a too.
0: Oh my gosh, we are. A meme.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it makes me smile
2: every time I think of it. Uh,
0: I like it how it's taken us this long to realize this. That's... <laughs> it's just like it's
1: just the name. It just it's just something about it. Like you invite people onto the show, they they. You know, it's like there's some air of seriousness, and then Brendan, t- like, just turns to them and, like, welcome to DM your BF. And then
2: <laughs> it's just like or,
1: like, or, like, our promo comes on, DM your BF. Brendan does it better than me, though.
2: Oh, you guys, oh, man, the intro is so good. Shout out. Like, who produced that? let's, let's, gotta ask. Oh, man.
0: That was, yeah, uh, I, I used like, to do a lot of, uh, work with promos and yeah. with music because I kind of wanted to understand, like, because we had a lot of artists on and I didn't really understand what they were talking about because, you know, a lot of these independent artists, such as yourself, work either with themselves or with a close friend. Like, very few have like an actual studio and an actual team behind them or like they're signed to a label, you know? Oh, totally. So, so you, you kind of have to be like, the swiss army knife but as a musician like you have to know everything not only just the instrumental and just just how how to sing in general like it goes so far beyond that and i didn't really understand i was like what could be so hard about this like why are they all like bitching and like they're so <laughs> annoying so that i actually tried to do it and i realized like i try to make like some lonely island fake me music and just like promos and it is the biggest oh it, oh yeah it drives you, me crazy
2: oh you got to make a lot of bad stuff before like i oh, mean like, You know, there's a lot of stuff that I've just had to hide that I've released. (laughs) And it's just like, nope, that's that's not out anymore. (laughs) You know, you got to make a few bad eggs before. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I I released. uh, Well, I I made some really experimental stuff. Like uh, I made a Halloween promo that was very risque. It was uh, I mean, I find it funny. Like, it's my humor. It's like dark, tragic. Random. <laughs> but okay, I feel okay. like a lot, when I was showing it to other people, like that wasn't the vibes they were getting. They're, I think they were more questioning my mental sanity. <laughs> <laughs> so I
2: like, okay, well,
0: we'll solve that one.
2: Well, you know, <laughs> you always want to like aim for the 50% of the people love it and 50% of the people hate it. If you're at that ratio, then you're, it's, it's perfect. That's, that's, that's what I think. Cause you're just stirring up that perfect amount of controversy. It's just, uh oh.
0: So are you a firm believer in like any press is good press? Like, um, you're, you're negative, like people who are like, oh I hate this guy for whatever reason you're like. Come on.
2: Just no, like, keep bottling this. To a certain extent. I mean I think you obviously gotta be smart about it. Like okay. Takashi 69, like, that that <laughs> that boy was he's you know. Don't make his mistake. That's that's all I can say. But,
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like um I don't know. I guess in the age of the internet, just like it's just people take it to the extreme. Like it's like you know, extreme, extreme things are now like a form of entertainment. I think it's kind of uh, it's a slippery slope, and yeah, and now it's kind of blend to the mainstream. And well, it always has. Like there's always that, like yeah, in big, big, you know, like what was it Gigi Alvin or uh, what was his name?
2: Oh geez. Uh, pull it up.
1: Gigi Allen, sorry. GG like the- G. Allen, yeah. Yeah.
2: He's a classic example, really. Like I feel like nowadays that stuff is so much more mainstream like 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 I mean, I think a lot of certain websites like 4chan come to mind in like when the news was talking about this kind of extreme culture
0: Ooh, yeah. It's
2: developed, but
0: 4chan World star hip hop.
2: Yeah, it's B- it's hip-hop. kind of still like low key when you think of like I. I guess it's hard to say how big any any substrate is. Like I go to work and I don't see I don't see people acting like G, G. Allen. So I'm like, oh well, nobody's doing it here. So I guess it you know it's not a big. I don't know. G, G. Allen rocks though. That guy's crazy. <laughs> I'm
0: not familiar with the guy. Is he like Alex Jones esque? Oh
2: uh, no, or? no, he's like. Uh, He's, he's he's, a, what do you call it?
1: Like, 70s punk, but he was like the, like an extreme version of what was like popular at the time. Like, kind of like, even, like an even more hardcore death grips of like the 70s, basically.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I don't think there's been people quite as hardcore as Gigi Allen, to be honest. And I don't think there necessarily should be, but. Like uh, Ozzy
0: Osbourne, like, or even more? Oh.
2: Like, Audie Osborne on crack, I feel like is
0: just. Audie on crack. That
2: guy, Gigi Allen, there's this hilarious YouTube video you can find where Gigi Allen's talking to this. Um, I feel like it was on like one of the Jerry Springer or, you know, those kind of talk shows. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and they just bring him out in front of this, uh, like 70s, 80s, uh, suburban, audience and they're just <laughs> the suburban audience is just grilling GGL and this crazy punk guy about like why he's doing all this crazy stuff and he's just like it kind of reminds me a little pump in a way just like the blatant disregard
0: for uh, social conventions and yeah, just like, everything normal
2: when you think about his whole thing with J. Cole the way they got into it over uh I don't know. I guess just like how, I guess they insult. I I don't know how these rap beefs start, but just the sheer difference of the partying, like eccentric. There's you, when you see Little Pump, you obviously know what I'm talking about. It's just like this guy's lifestyle. Face. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. <laughs> May maybe not the modern Gigi Allen, but back in the day. mm-hmm, I think breaking the status quo in a way is always just kind of like an interesting thing to look back and say okay so that's like you you can really I don't know you can better understand the status quo by seeing how people broke it back in the day I guess
0: yeah because everything is like in terms of development you know before you know hip hop was hip hop it had roots in like jazz and even before like hip-hop was nowadays you can see its influence in like early 2000s to 1980s to the 90s you can just see this progression where it's just where it became like mumble rap and like what we see with xxx now it's going to like this sad boy music oh yeah
2: i love the way like yeah like the sad boy emo vibe because that's that brings me back to junior high and elementary school just the uh before I was into even classic rock and the Beatles, I was totally into emo, like just anything emo. Oh man.
0: Hard rock? <laughs> uh,
2: I, I'm thinking simple plan and like, uh, Billy Talent and like my nice, chemical nice. romance. Like, oh, oh man. <laughs> just like, who, who wasn't into that back in the day? But, uh, um, god damn. Yeah, and it's great the way that, like, that, that stuff has influenced modern pop in such a huge way. With, like, uh, Juice World, Rest in Peace, and, yeah. you know, uh, all the examples you mentioned beforehand. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It, it's kinda, it's kinda funny the way you see your childhood come back in, in modern music in a big way.
0: Yeah. So I know you briefly touched on this, but would you say your parents were uh, the biggest influence of your musical taste as of now or do you feel like you've kind of discovered you know uh, this this new drum and bass or the, <laughs> I'm not sure. The, well, yeah.
2: <laughs> back in the day, yeah. the uh my parents used to be a big influence on me. Um I I I really did listen to like a lot of their CD collection back in the day. My dad's a huge like Collected classic rock. He's a big classic rock guy. Um, so he had a big collection of CDs and vinyls. And so that was really big for a long time for me. But, um, I kind of, uh, it, it, when I, when I got into like band in school, I kind of like started talking to other people and just kind of seeing what other people, I guess, were listening to in a way and just kind of like what other music was going on. I kind of started getting into jazz too when I was doing yeah. that stuff, but. I don't know, like I kinda, I, I feel like I've run through the spectrum a lot of ways, like I kinda even, like I got, I, I really, for a period fell in love with like, uh, folk and bluegrass, like, oh god, uh, yeah. Sorry, I'm just like, having trouble forming sentences for some reason.
0: <laughs> no worries, man. Dane does it all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's <laughs> my <laughs> everyday, everyday experience.
2: It's well <laughs> But my parents definitely were a huge influence on me for a long time, it, and you know, if not seconded by just like my experience in band, like going through band in school, band class, of course. Like I was, I, it, it's kind of funny that I was never in an actual band. You go through band class, but you're never in an actual band outside of school. But hmm. what about you, about know, you get- I become a solo artist, I guess.
0: Oh, sorry. You said. What, uh, what about you? What about your, me? Yeah, your parents a huge influence on you know the music you create or the music you listen to nowadays.
1: Mm. Definitely, yeah, definitely absolutely. Like, um, definitely it was my dad that got me into just the like alternative music like, from the get go, like uh, you know Arctic Monkeys, Interpol, Arcade Fire, Radiohead, just like the the initial like alternative music that I still love today, and then. You know, like classic music, um just just everything like from the sixties to today, basically. You know, Prince, etc. Just all the all the really like, you know, iconic musicians of every era. For sure. For sure. And from there, you know, you just you like having having just the internet at our age, I think you can like you can like find the sounds that you like and then you find like 12 artists that sound like them. And then you find like 20 hours that sound like them. And then you find like, like the overlap between the genres that you like. And then now you have like a massive amount of, you know, like, but then I think I kind of went through that phase where I was like finding like artists that sounded like artists that I previously liked. And then like yeah. the next one and then the next one and then the next one. But now I've kind of like come back to like, just like liking the sort of like the initial, um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, the artist that kind of has influenced all the other artists in like successful mm. sort of like, I'm kind of going back to those artists again.
2: Yeah. The roots.
1: The last few months. Kind you listen yeah, to oh, <laughs> <literally laughs> the
0: roots
2: Oh, <laughs> Literally the roots. They're a big
0: influence. Yeah. yeah. Big influence. <laughs> yeah. It's actually <laughs> kind of funny. I like how you, you mentioned like you, you're talking about artists finding other artists. Cause that was a mm. huge, like, I feel like I've always been pretty into music and, even way back in the day before Spotify made this process so much easier trying to find similar artists to a mm-hmm. style or another artist that you just you just found and you fell in love you're like what is the style trying to find artists so much that was the biggest pain I remember mm-hmm. I used to be into like hip-hop but I wasn't really into this is like way back in the day like Lil Wayne when he was big and Soldier Boy I mean I felt like at the time they were a novelty to me I was more like uh, East Coast, West Coast, uh, like Nas, Biggie Tupac. And I kind of wanted to find that, like, that raw, but like that bumping boom bap stuff. And so I just couldn't find any artist, any modern day artists. So that was like mid 2000s. And I was, I was looking for, for so long and then I finally discovered it through YouTube, but I found like Australia had a huge scene for hip hop and they were like up and coming. And so I just, I found a bunch of artists through that, but nothing central. So whenever people were talking about like hip hop, I always felt out of the loop because I was like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I resonate with like these guys on, on the other side of the planet, which is super interesting. Because yeah. nowadays with Spotify, it's just everything's at the click of your finger. Like it's everything is right there. Like it literally has a section on the app dedicated to like art, artists similar to. Which no, is funny. So much. I was like, if I had this way back in the day, I feel like my musical knowledge would be so expansive. i can't, i can't even imagine you know how easy people yeah. have it cuz like kids nowadays
2: yeah <laughs> these kids nowadays you know they yeah, don't it's uh, so easy. <laughs> they don't understand what it was like to not have the cool cd it's like yeah
0: yeah and to think and, we had it easier than like our parents growing up who just had like the radio and had to like yeah. actually tape it off the radio
2: there's probably so some cool. people listening like oh can use lime wire what are these guys doing like back like, <laughs> cds
0: but yeah dude my <laughs> library i pref- i prided myself on like getting all the album artwork finding uh, all the right tracks for it because i mean i didn't pay for all the music
2: well but, who, you know <laughs> I, I <guess. laughs> so i <laughs> it was like right don't know up if you, you want that. to talk about that right here guys That's, <laughs> <laughs> sketchy stuff. That's like,
1: it was like right up until like 2000 like mid 2000 previous to that like when you were a kid going to like hmv or any other music store, like you kind of, you kind of, it was so mysterious to just look at album covers. Like you yeah. just walk in the aisles and you'd be like, there's so much music even in this, you know, compared to the internet, it wasn't a large selection, but back then it seemed like a huge selection, just like thousands of CDs. And you just kind of look at the, the artwork and you, you wouldn't really know what to expect from like half of them. Cause you still only had like the knowledge of maybe what was on the radio or like what your parents were listening to. So there's always yeah. like that intrigue, like what, what, what genre is this? Or like, what does, what sounds are these artists making? And then like, you, you might take one of them and put them into like, you know, like the thing with, you, you listen to them in the HMB with the headphones, like the DD oh. player. And <laughs> you, as a kid, like music just sounded so hard to understand, like especially music that's a little bit more outside of your norm. Like it was, it was so much harder to like access it. And then
2: right.
1: like even just like, just fairly kind of, um, alternative artists at the time like that were still big like maybe you know york for example like she's, she's she just sounded like unbelievably ahead of everyone else when you were just like and she's still like, <laughs> i mean like compared to today with just so much out there and, you yeah know, just hearing so many new things someone oh. like Bjork just stood out beyond like anyone else
2: I'm thinking of like a little Dane standing in an HMV back in the day, listening to just jamming out to Bjork, standing alone in an HMV, just like. Yeah, this is the Man. That was right
1: before, uh, I got in, or that, that was Bjork, and then I'd get a Puff Daddy CD right after that. right. <laughs> right. That'd be the way I. That was, the, that was my rotation for a
2: bit. Yeah,
1: really. No, it was. It was. You know, like I think at that time it was mostly. It was mostly just like, I don't know. It was. It, I think what was on TV played a big part, like MTV.
2: Yeah, like, totally. The
1: music videos that you would see too, like, um, I don't know, like you mentioned the bands that were big in the 2000s, like the emo bands and stuff. And mm. those were those were just like on permanent, permanently on like MTV late at night. Like you just yeah. you look at it, MTV, and you'd be like, wow. And it was so, it was so interesting those times. Like, oh, <laughs> I mean, it was, like, yeah, it's
2: like, like totally rose-colored glasses, <laughs> like when you look back at that stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What, what was so good about like just staying up late and staring at TVs when, when you were a kid? It's just such a, such I a nice no idea. I always yeah. think about like late night television. I feel like late night television. If there's one thing to influence my music, late night television as a kid, the really? rebelliousness, like yeah. the parents, I'm staying up. I'm watching some <laughs> robot chicken.
0: I remember watching Family Guy and I was like, <laughs> I was so nervous my friends were gonna wake up, but I was like, "This is so good!" And now I can't, I can't even stand it. Looking back, past <laughs> I mean, uh, the third season, but it just seemed like you,
1: d- you didn't understand like where it was coming from. Like you didn't uh, picture like someone actually writing these shows or like producing them in like a studio, animating yeah. them. They just seemed like they were like getting beamed in from like somewhere else, like these late night yeah. cartoons, right? Like,
2: like, why like is this alien. only allowed at this time?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: it's weird but now you look back into this now you're like okay there's like there's, there's a money there's studio and money backing these productions even though they're pretty offbeat um for like an adult cartoon audience but back then it just seemed so like why would anyone be doing this for money? Like, it didn't seem like there was anything involved, like, like actual voice actors that you realize, Oh, they were actually fairly famous professional voice actors. Yeah. <laughs> it just seemed yeah, like it totally. was a weird creation back then. <laughs> like I just mean, in general, I think.
2: I think now too, about, uh, other adult swim shows, just like Rick and Morty and just how like successful, like you think about the cat, the voice actor cast, um, uh, it's, I'm not going to be able to name any of them, of course, because big brain blank. But just like how 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 much like their stardom has taken off because of like this weird late night like this weird niche show that they're in, and I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, wait, I'm trying to think of like Robot Chicken, where what came first, the chicken or the egg? Like who who is famous? When you think of Family Guy and how... Uh, oh, man.
0: Seth MacFarlane?
2: Yeah, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. Well, I don't I, I, I'm, there's two Seths. There's Seth MacFarlane and there's the other Seth from Robot Chicken, and that's what's really messing me up Seth right Green? now. Seth Green? Yeah, Seth Green. Okay, so I'm just trying to think of, like, Seth Green, he played Chris in Family Guy, right? Yeah. Might, yeah, but... So Family Guy obviously would have made him famous or would have been Robot Chicken to make him famous. I don't he know. He was also
0: in Austin Powers, which was early 2000s. But I'm not yeah. sure when Family Guy. Uh, Family Guy was early 2000s.
2: But Guy had a good agent.
0: Fuck. Yeah. Really good agent. I don't know what he's doing now. I don't know if he's still doing Robot Chicken or what. I feel like he's kind of fallen out of the mainstream. Maybe he's working behind the scenes as like a producer, but I'm completely out of the loop with what he's doing.
2: Yeah, I don't Speaking talk about much anymore either.
0: Speaking of <laughs> film,
1: Kev, he works in the film industry in Calgary. He has worked on multiple films and shows. And uh, yeah. Pretty interesting work. I, what, what what have you worked on, if you're allowed to talk about it? Like, what production?
2: Uh, oh, on? yeah, well, I mean, I, I work on kind of, like, local TV shows. So, uh, stuff like Heartland and uh, this TV show, Fortunate Son. Um right. There's just recently this uh, Kevin Costner movie, Let Him Go, that was uh, recently shot here that I got a chance to work on. So I mean, kind of just local, local Calgary uh, projects. Um, it's tough right now. I was working on the zombie Netflix uh, Black Summer show on Netflix, and uh, but I mean, it's 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 obviously tough right now. You can't you can't film anything. You can't fly people out with no flights and you know just it's crazy the way this situation has shut the whole world down in that regard
1: yeah yeah Yeah. i think the film industry in particular has been hit like one of as one of the hardest to be hit uh through the pandemic i just like you think of the, the whole idea of of film productions are like to have like a mass amount of people right like you can't you can't do it with just a few people spread it
2: oh yeah <laughs> like, and the way like, like you got snacks you're handing out snacks to everybody yeah. like people are it's not you know when you really think about it it's not the most sanitary well no I mean no no, no. Those snacks? We're, we're, we're very, we're very good money. about stuff but I mean it's just a thing right now with wherever you go it's like you just yeah. got to be extra careful
1: yeah um, yeah yeah, the whole idea of like you have to, you know, go out into the public. Any jobs involve like being with the public right now, but like film, like you can't you can't make a movie with like without being in contact with someone, unless you think of some other way to do it to be able uh, yeah. to get away with it.
2: Well, I mean, I think it it could it's kind of like something in Alberta that we're used to is working in the winter, right. and that's something oh, yeah. that really can slow slow things down in a way and I think maybe going forward in the future it's kind of going to be another layer to that where we're going to have to do things a step slower just because of these precautions that we have to take for safety I mean I I, I can't really make a comment on how things are going to move forward but I think the reality is Netflix people are Netflix isn't losing money right now I don't think I think Netflix
0: this is is their money maker Yeah. So
2: hopefully, yeah, yeah l- looking forward, it's like if you work for Netflix, you know, might be a good thing right now. So I-, I don't know how you can go back to work, but it's, it's, uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully soon we'll be able to start making some movies.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially since movies are just like usually, it's like a few months at least, the whole, the whole timeline. Yeah. Um, when you don't know what the future will be like it, it's kind of risky to start a production if you think okay well what if six months from now uh something <laughs> will come up so it'll change the way probably they budget everything like there'll be like like a pandemic like emergency conting- contingency plan just like every other business has to have now yeah like, just in case like we have to wrap up shooting like 50 percent only 50 percent through or something like yeah, it's to got it
2: to be, to be go. expensive. I mean, these companies are like paying they're paying us too for sitting yeah. at home right now. It's yeah you know, yeah. it's really remarkable, but how how long can the, something like that go on? But, yeah.
0: You're getting paid yeah. to game. I mean like oh, <laughs> t- you're basically a streamer, man. You're doing these I can't live complain. Now.
2: Yeah, man. On Twitch? I might kind of stick to this. This is <laughs> <laughs> this is not so bad. Uphy chair,
0: not so bad. Look at the headset too.
1: It must be like a dramatic difference for you too, because like you were working, I'm sure like seventy hour work weeks sometimes or more. I'm just guessing, but
2: sometimes. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, I
0: mean, yeah. Seventy hours? That's gross. (laughs) What was your workday like? Was it twelve hours typically, or what?
2: Well, yeah, it could. I mean. Sometimes it could really stretch out like a usual day would be 12 hours but depending, you know, a, a, a lot of a lot of productions can really kind of squeeze it's it's kind of similar to if you think of the video game crunch just like there's such a short deadline and you really got to squeeze people to get it out so um some yeah 70 hour work weeks I mean clearly I have a hard time even thinking about that. It's just like bad for your brain. But you know, it pays well, so uh yeah, you can't you can't complain about uh getting to work on something you're passionate about and exactly. getting paid well for it. But you know, it it's it's I guess I don't know. It is yeah. interesting. I've never worked another job quite like it where time wise, yeah.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm just thinking like even, um, I think people that were just, you know, really following something that's, uh, you know, their passion, like that usually requires a lot of long hours. You know, I mean, like musicians are working, you know, just practicing or maybe working two jobs to support their musical aspirations. So it's like the people that are like, that were like putting, like just running for their, for their goals are like, I think this is a big, change for them like university students people in their 20s just jumping into industries that they're passionate for now it all take a se- step back and just be at home i think is uh oh a challenge. it's definitely definitely a challenge
2: yeah i mean like an example like when i was working these like on the most recent show um i would work these long days but then i would kind of just be in this work mode so i get home and I'd start uh, producing some music. And that's that's really how I made this album that I'm releasing right now. So
1: mm-hmm.
2: as soon as that whole thing stopped and I was just at home sitting on the couch, it's actually like I felt so much less motivated. It's crazy just yeah. the way that kind of yeah. – yeah. So I think I've been, I started working out recently. And just like that kind of physicalness really, I think, starts to motivate me. Yeah.
0: So Yeah. Yeah. I keep telling myself I'm going to start it, but I haven't.
2: (laughs) It's hard, though. It's like you can't go to a gym.
0: Yeah, it's super. I like the place where I exercise is literally in my room. And Mm. I don't know, just like always associating like your room with the place where you're like sweaty and (laughs) like your funk is just everywhere. It's I don't know. I feel like it just gives it a negative connotation. But it's like, that's no excuse. You know, you just just got to do it.
2: Yeah, Yeah. that's really it at the end of the day is just getting. Getting her done, get her yeah. done, boys. But, um, yeah. and once you do, you know, you feel great and hopefully that motivates it to happen more. I mean, I, I can't, you know, I can't preach healthiness right now. I've been just like living. <laughs>
0: corona. Uh, how, how yeah.
2: Right now I'm drinking so, this delicious Corona. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is why we're doing a Skype call because we can't meet face to face because <laughs> this, this dude's I'm contaminated. Yeah.
2: I'm packing right now um i
0: gotta I got ask you a question kev so yeah. so as a musician what's what's your biggest pet peeve like is it like other musicians who just like crave the fame is it like people who'd call you kev is it, <laughs> is it god is it people damn who refer to you by sweet baby kev and they don't refer to your name like you're in a public setting and they're like just please just call me this and they're like yeah sure whatever sweet baby kev <laughs> like biggest what's, what's your biggest pet peeve? peeve?
2: oh man um
0: or is it interviewers like
2: Brendan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people putting me on the spot. You're like, no, uh, no, no. no. Uh, I I kind of feel like as a musician, you want to kind of get into this flow whenever you're making music. It's 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 sometimes hard to make music. So whenever whenever the sparks there, it's really important to get it out. I guess. So I kind of like, I guess, people who stop that spark, like, people who really block things, like, people, like, if, if you got, if you got to do something, and you got to get it out, and you're just, like, well, not, not to say you don't want to, you don't want to shut somebody else down, if, if, if they're having a good idea, you don't want to shut them down with your idea, but sometimes, uh, Sometimes you got to get out of the way if somebody's got a good, good idea and quit, quit joking around on the piano, <laughs> not not name names, but
0: <laughs> I feel that way too. When I whenever I was making a promo and Dane wanted to do something else and I'd be like, well, my idea is probably better. <laughs> so let's, let's just keep doing that. And then Dane's like, no, 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 no. And so then he'd take the hey, keyboard and then he promo. would just, he would the just do that it. Himself. We released
1: this year pretty good. And those were, those are my
0: creations. So <laughs> yeah,
1: shout out to Terry and, uh,
0: what was the other one? Uh, it was the Goomba Loomba, whatever. Oh
1: right. People like those ones, so
0: Yeah.
1: I mean yeah. the audience speaks for, for themselves. Uh, right? <laughs> I mean they like yours they like both of ours, but
2: yeah. Like,
1: twenty twenty was my it was my time to be the
0: promo. Day, so.
2: Oh Going right. <laughs> forward, it's gonna be great to see in the competition the way it propels you guys forward.
0: Yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna have promo competitions pretty soon. (laughs) Who can make the best promo (laughs) as soon as we get out of this quarantine? So we have access to like. Yeah, we don't have any quarantine promos yet. We need we need some. That's that's what we'll work Mm -hmm. on next. Yeah, yeah. Number one priority. Very smart. Very smart.
1: (laughs) But if it wasn't for Brendan being the guy that has the voice, you know, like. He, he his deep booming
2: voice in these promos oh, wow. I would
1: never make a promo because they would they wouldn't be as they wouldn't be as fun so no I
2: mean Dane, <laughs> I, you I you got, you got talent still I I, I I like you guys really balance each other out because you know Brennan's got this radio voice of course but Dane, you got this kind of like sweet ASMR gentle
0: yeah
2: uh, like you're kind of just you're kind of that nice gentle ASMR. I, I like saying the world. I like saying ASMR. Yeah, I get yeah, the tingle. I got the tingles.
0: ASMR VF. Whenever I talk to Dane, it's just like he's like caressing my eardrums. He's just like, exactly. that's good. That's good. <laughs> I'm like, oh it's so nice. It's like, it's like he's leaning
2: targeted. up to your ear and whispering in, but you can't feel the tickle of his beard. It's so nice. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> Getting a little get into on all in Together right now, uh, Kevin.
2: Sorry. Yeah. Oh.
1: Let's do I'm not beside you in the studio right now because be a different story.
2: Yeah. It'd be.
0: <laughs> whoa. Jeez.
2: Whoa. I think
0: Dane's coming
2: on. Quarantine. I'm. Whoa. Social. Let's, let's keep our social distance here, guys. Six
0: feet, Dane. Come on. Come
2: on. Six feet. Oh, my God. Six feet long.
0: See, <laughs> <No>. Hello. I'm <laughs> no. <brag> over here. <laughs> we're they getting to the, the late ass.
2: night portion of the show. Yeah. Stay <laughs> tuned
0: for after hours special.
1: <laughs> this is the Saturday version of BF, you know? Yeah. yeah.
2: Keep your catch.
1: Off
0: hours. Just, just cut loose. Whole day. Every day. Why not? That's right. Corona's out. Corona, <laughs> Corona extra. Corona extra.
2: Mm-hmm. What's so extra about it, really? Like, there's not really a Corona normal. I'm just...
1: A Corona normal. So I I never right. really thought about that. It's mm-hmm. kind of how I feel these days, man. Just like Corona normal. <laughs> being at home.
2: Corona is a bit extra, honestly. It's <laughs> <laughs> <is> great.
0: Anyways.
1: <laughs> uh, We've hit about an hour or six minutes now. We could make yeah. this a two-hour rep, but... I don't want to take up all of Kev's time. We'll have you back. We'll have you back in the future.
2: Mm-hmm. If you
0: just want to plug your stuff.
2: Well, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, let me say, I don't know if there's going to be a link that in the thing that people can click. um getting the nod. So click the link in the thing and listen to my SoundCloud. Listen to my new album, Aw Sweet, dropping right away here when you guys are listening to this. Um, and... Shout out to my boy Josh Doe for making the album art. Shout out to my boy RSGF for producing track. And uh shout out to DM your BF for having me on. These guys are these guys are awesome. It's a real honor.
0: <laughs> Thanks. That's so nice of you. Coming from sweet baby Kev, this has been DM with your host, Dane McLean. Brendanski. Feels good. Feels good. good. Feels
2: good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrap.
0: Right thanks, thanks for coming on the show. It's been a so much to have you. You've oh, been hilarious. Man. Wow,
2: you guys are you guys are my spirit animals. So, <laughs> what can I say?
0: wonder twins combined. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We have to get you
1: uh, in the studio when we're back. You'll, uh, hopefully, back to business like come twenty twenty one at least, right?
0: Get you in, in MRU Studios.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. And we bring we all the bring...
0: crony you want. We'll bring you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. Exactly.
2: <laughs> don't, nobody take that the wrong way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hello. <laughs> but anyways, right. yeah. Thanks for coming on.
1: Yep.
0: Love you guys. Uh, love you Bye Dane. Bye bye. Bye. And you don't know when Dane and Brent are coming back to host, so you just sit there waiting in agony until DM your BF is back in bigger than ever.
1: Season two all-Star Guest Strike. The, the Shuffle.